welcome to the journey of uncovering who you are meant to be. I'm Rachel Weaver, your jack-of-all-trades manifesting generator that will light the way. In this space, we'll explore what authenticity means so that you can wake up every single day saying, oh my God, I love who I am. Buckle up, my friends, because we're in for a wild ride as we decondition what the world has told us to be so that our soul can rest in who we're meant to be. Your soul has a message for the world, and this is where we find the gold and let her shine bright. You're in the right place if you want to build a business on the foundation of your authentic self. Let's go be you, babe. Hello, friends. I have a little bit of a different episode for you today. My dear friend Bridget and I had a conversation for one of her group programs, and I thought it would make a really great podcast. And so we, I'm using it as a podcast, um, but we get into what you want to be known for and what your core messaging is. How can you really stand out, be visible? in a way that feels really good for you and of course aligned with human design. So enjoy the episode and I can't wait to hear what you think. All right. Hello everyone. Today I'm here with my dear friend, Rachel Weaver, and we're going to be talking about core messaging, developing this message from, but from a very different perspective than just the traditional visibility talk that you may have seen us talk about before. Rachel is a human design expert, also an expert copywriter, and just brings this whole different human design aspect to messaging. So welcome, Rachel. Thank you. I'm so excited to have another conversation. I know. We always just have a good time. <laughs> yeah, we totally do. <laughs> so let's start with a little bit of like your background and how you came into the human design world, and then we'll bring it into messaging and all the goodness. Yeah. So my background started in copywriting. I wanted an online business. I had a photography business shooting weddings and families for a long time and then shifted to online and was writing, um, but really felt like something huge was missing in the conversation because the persuasion tactics, all the like, it was very masculine and it, it felt like it didn't fit into the spiritual entrepreneurs that I was working with and human design kind of, I was learning it for myself at the time, but realized how much it was helping me in my voice and in sharing my message. And so I started infusing it in theirs and it just married together in a really beautiful, beautiful way. Yeah. 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 I love, I'm a generator. You're a manifesting generator. And it is really beautiful to have this understanding of ourselves and to also understand that we're not all the same on this planet and therefore we don't have to have the same strategy. We don't have to do things exactly like one another. Nope. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> it probably won't work. <laughs> it probably won't. And it probably doesn't feel good. And that's the no. thing. Like, it won't feel good. And if we don't recognize that we're having this um, out of strategy experience, that's probably not the word to describe it. I kind of um, like that though. I've never heard it like out of strategy experience. Yes. <laughs> If we don't recognize that, if we don't realize that there's another way, we're going to obviously continue to operate on the same line. Yeah. And then start to think that there's something wrong with us. Right. I know that I started to feel like that. Like, why can't I make this work? I was trying to do things the way other people were doing it and it didn't feel good. And I thought there was something wrong with me instead of something wrong with the strategy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
you and I have had many a conversation about marketing, about messaging, about getting really clear on what it is that we do, who we serve, all of those very specifics that not only impact how you work with people in copywriting, but also help me and how I interact with people in more of the messaging visibility outward space. Yeah. So let's kind of talk about the core message and how that might change based on design type. Oh, it does change. I want to first kind of give the definition between um, core messaging and offer messaging because they are two different things. And I feel like as new entrepreneurs, they sometimes think that they're one thing um, and there's only this one message of the thing that you're selling. There's not, right? It Especially for manifestors, um, I would say generators are maybe the only ones that stick more to something more consistently, but everyone else is kind of all over the place and we're changing your mind all the time, right? So your core message is the thing that you want to be known for. And it goes with, or it works with your energy type, your aura type, right? Um, and your offer messaging is something very specific to a specific person, um, has a very specific result. And it's like, it, like a fraction <laughs> versus the core messaging is like the enchilada, right? It's a big umbrella. Mm -hmm. Like a distinction. It's so true because I see everything like somewhat visually. It's like, I have my big umbrella of like big overall message, but yep. within that there are different spindles depending yep. on, you know, my different revenue streams. So the way I'm going to speak about visibility on purpose, this new program is very different than how I'm going to speak about becoming a published author. Like it's just a different, oh, it's a yeah. different message. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're about visibility. Yeah. You're about helping people get themselves out there and be seen in different ways than social media. Right. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. before we started today, you said something that like piqued my interest for this entire conversation. You were like, there was a projector speaking and there was something important about the way that she was speaking about her message that wasn't fully landing. So based on each different design type, so we have projector, manifesting generator, keep going. I forgot. <laughs> generator, projector, reflector. Yeah. Okay. So manifester, generator, manifesting generator, projector, and reflector. Okay. And someone can mm -hmm. get there. How can they find this out if they don't know? So if you go to like myhumandesign.com or genetic matrix, any of those will um, give you a free chart and you basically put in your birth date and time. Time is important. And if someone doesn't know their time, there's ways to figure things out, but your time is important to it. And it spits out a chart and will tell you what your type is. And it's your aura. Mm -hmm. One second. I can't help you right now. Thank you. Go out, please. Sorry, <laughs> the children are home. <laughs> we wanted to cut that out. <laughs> um, your aura type. So it's it's really how the world interacts with you is what your aura type is. Manifestors are a bit of a closed in aura, so they're not for everyone. They're big and bold, and a lot of times they're told that they're too much for people, right? Um, but that's actually correct for the way their energy works. They're big or bold. They they're here to initiate things, right? Where the generator and the manifesting generator are kind of this warm, fuzzy, we're like the life of the party. Um, we are excited about things. We, um, 
a lot of times we'll like, um, you think of somebody, a little kid and you tell them they're going to Disney World and you're like, <laughs> like that's the, that's the yes, right? Um, and then projectors are very, um, point is not the word, but it's very, um, they see things in a really unique way and in a deep way. And people need to be ready for that. And that's why the invitation is so important for projectors. And then reflectors are kind of um, this, they reflect everything that's going on around them. So it's kind of open. They're um, just here to taste lots of different things and decide what the heck is right for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So beautiful and beautiful to see in our circles, whether it's in our family, but even online, the people that we surround ourselves with we're all these, we're all different. We're really all different. Yeah. We're different. We all have our own unique energy that we're coming to the table with. We all have our own unique experiences of that energy. Like I've never, number one, I've never seen two, um, charts that are the same and your own experiences. We all have these different labors and lenses that we put on things. And that is so important to know and understand because each lens and each flavor is important, right? It's important to the overall cosmic story. It's important to um, your own journey, right? To understand how you being different is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to your core message, let's kind of go through the types and maybe give some someone who might be listening to this just a little like nudge in the right direction for themselves. Um, let's start with projectors since that was the, the example that we gave before. Yeah. So projectors, you're looking for a system you have, you've either done something, achieved something in some way, right? There's something you've done in your life that you saw a unique way to solve and that becomes your system. And I often see that it's pulling in lots of different tools into that system. So it could be pulling in um, Reiki and um, EFT and human design or something like that. Those are tools within your system, but ultimately it's a system that creates a result. And you think of your result as the tabletop and your system um, are three different legs. Without one leg of that table, it's going to be really wobbly, right? But if you get all three and you can do them in any order, um, but each, you need those three legs to hold up that, that result. And that system is what you become known for. Mm, Okay. Okay. So I'm giving an example of Sahara Rose is a projector. Yeah. So she is the one who was really into Ayurveda um, and then kind of went into rose gold goddesses and then into something else. But there was, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like she was pulling from all these different systems and like the goddesses yep. and kind of creating her essence based on that. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And she's like pulling, it's probably not the whole tool right? It's a piece of it mm-hmm. and putting it together. Um, it's actually very similar to um, manifesting generators, which we'll get mm-hmm. to, but yeah. it's kind of the same idea. And it's, it's fascinating. The more I work with people um, and the more I work with projectors, how much I'm seeing the similarities. The difference though with projectors is their guides. They are here to guide and not necessarily do the work. And that's why their energy is different, right? They do need the rest. They're holding the space 
for um, people to like shift and come into their higher self. And holding space like that takes a lot of energy, (laughs) a lot of energy. So you need to rest. You need to understand how your energy works and when you're on and when you're off, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And even thinking about the invitation, I think a lot of projectors get stuck on the invitation of like, oh, I can't do anything unless I'm being invited. No, like do not sit in a corner and wait for an invitation. (laughs) What you're doing is going out, making yourself visible in whatever way feels safe for you, right? We're not going to blow our nervous system out with anything, but what feels safe to share what you're excited about? What are you doing in your life? What have you, um, sharing your story about how you healed and how you achieved something, um, that's going to make you visible for those invitations, right? Mm -hmm. And you just need the invitation to guide someone. That's it. Like you don't have to have an invitation to share your message. You just need the invitation to tell someone like, like, this is how you're going to fix yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's so interesting. And of course, as you're talking, my mind is like sifting through all the projectors I know and acknowledging that to be very, very true for many of them. Mm -hmm. Mm. They are. They're really beautiful seers. They see things in such a unique, beautiful way and deep. It's always really, really deep. Mm -hmm. Um, And people just need to be ready for that, right? Mm. I'm going to give the example of my mom because I think examples help here. My mom is a certified holistic health coach. She's also a Lyme practitioner and Mm. she works at a clinic that's very into alternative healing for chronic disease. So she made herself seen. She actually emailed the guy because she listened to him on podcasts all the time. She emailed him. Yep. He acknowledged he saw her. He invited a phone call. Okay. Then she was able to like blossom into so much more than the initial like seam space. Yeah. It was, she was excited because she loved the podcast. She Mm -hmm. sent one email because she was like, okay, I can do this. Mm -hmm. He responded and invited her. So like all the modalities that she's ever studied and all of her accounting knowledge, like everything is now permeating the space. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I mean, she's following that got like, yeah, I'm here. I, this is what I do, mm-hmm. but there's no attachment to it. Right. Like yep. she's not coming to him like, Oh my God, hire me. Like I would be so, blah, 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 right. No, it's like, Hey, this is what I do. I think it would make, it might really be beneficial to your people yep. and leaving it at that. And the doors just come fly open. I love that. Oh, I love this. It always helps to have good examples. Right. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Um, there we go. Oh, we, we broke. Um, <laughs> oh, I have another client that's a projector that I've worked with for a really long time and she's a feng shui consultant and she also mm-hmm. does energy work. And she's always been such a beautiful example of a projector because she shows up and shares what she loves and what she feels really passionate about. Right. And just shares it with people and leaves a call to action, but then just that's it. Right. And she leaves all these different visibility doors. I kind of think of them as right Mm -hmm. Um, all over. Like she's got a YouTube, she's got her face. Like she's always kind of adding things and putting them out there. And then there's so many ways for invitations to flow to her. So many ways. 
Mm. And I think that's all that projectors need to do is like just open up these different ways for people to find you and for people to see you mm. and doing your thing, doing what you love. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's how invitations come. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So what about reflectors? Cause sometimes I feel like reflectors are so like in a small part of this conversation, I want to like love on some of the projectors that I do love. <laughs> totally. They're like 1% of the population. So I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there were actually three reflectors at the um, human design conference this weekend with only like 50 people total. So it was, it was more than 1%. It was yeah. interesting. Uh, I think the human design world kind of paints reflectors as this sort of invisible, they're very soft sort of um, personality wise. I met a reflector that is the opposite of that. Fiery, passionate, very much like, no, like she's no, right? And I think that it was such a beautiful testament to reflectors being whoever they want to be, right? They have all this openness and they do reflect. They can sense what's going on with the world, with other people, right? They have the beautiful opportunity to be like, this is what is going on and this is who I want to be, mm. right? And it can be that softer or it can be this fiery, passionate side. Like it, it can, it could be the same person with both of those personalities too. That's mm-hmm. what I want to get across mm-hmm. too. Like one day you could be that softer, quieter. The next day you're fiery and passionate. It's you get to decide. And for reflectors, it's really important then that your environment, all the things around you, both where you live, the people you're around, the all of it be supportive and feel inspiring and lift, uplifting, right? There's anything in there that's going to make you feel low or just not yourself, um, or shaming or anything like that, that that's got to go. That's Mm. not supportive of your energy at all. Mm -hmm. And I encourage reflectors to make a community. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you want to make a community around? What ideas, what, what are you passionate about? What are you wanting to see change? Want that too. Mm -hmm. I'm going to highlight a reflector friend who is really into fashion and also astrology and moon cycles. And like, that's basically her brand. And she did an incredible moon circle. And it's funny, like she didn't do like a full out. Her marketing is very soft too. It was very, it's different. It feels different than mine, right? I'm like very all over um, and bright and vibrant and like everywhere. She's much more subtle and something about that drew me in. So I go to the event and she reflected things to me about myself that she's seeing that I, I was like, what you notice this about me? Like how it was very interesting. I felt like I felt very safe, but around me, Mm -hmm. I felt like it was almost like that full mirror. Like when you run into go into like a clown house, it was a full ugly mirror, but it was like, it was a full mirror. And I was like, whoa. Oh, yeah. 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 Showing you parts that you can't really see mm-hmm. on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very cool. Which is cool to be into astrology, right? Because that kind mm-hmm. of lends itself to going into those deeper unhidden kind of parts of self. Oh, for sure. And I love that she's like into the moon cycles more that a reflector can understand moon cycles and the energy shifts that happen throughout that 28 day cycle more in tune they'll be with their own emotions and with their own energy. Mm-hmm. I love that. 
Okay. What about manifestors who are also a non-energy type, the last of the non-energy types, right? Yeah. So they're not energy. Um, they also have like, they're on and then they're off. Right. I kind of think of the manifestors as like little puppies. They're like, well, go, 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 go. And then they like fall over dead because they're so tired. <laughs> they are here to initiate. They're here to bring an idea to the world. And it's, different than what people have seen. It's um, outside of the box. It's if you're not doing that, or if you can sense that you have a big dream, but you're scared of it, like this is your work. This is the work for you to understand your influence on the world as a manifester, right? Mm -hmm. um, and their core messaging is about this vision that they see, right? Where, um, and honestly, it can be you got yourself to that vision and now you want to help other people um, while still building your own vision to the next next level. Um, you don't have to be at the end to pull people onto your train, essentially. I feel like they're trains, like they're on a destination. They're going someplace big. People get to come on on the train and each offer is like a train station like the train stops for a moment like hey you want to jump on board this like train let's go and doors are closing and we're off right like it's very pointed in this like this is where we're going come on come on board mm. Mm -hmm. I have another good example of a friend who's a manifester and she is a kundalini yoga teacher and she's really into tantric numerology so Ooh. she has this whole idea of reinventing the way that we think of age right so absolutely vision and oh. to give you another example of like how this how this manifester initiates is out of nowhere she'll send me a message and be like bridget we got to talk i have an idea because mm -hmm. she knows that me as the generator i'll like inspire her message to go higher and faster and then she'll yep. at least have a little bit of like the initiator energy to be like okay good Exactly. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. She's like, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually what she says, like true initiation. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Usually when I tell that to my husband, he's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I've got an idea. <laughs> oh, it's good. So the manifester, their core message is absolutely like the vision that they're seeing. They're here to tell people about this, like bigger yeah. vision and be the initiator, like almost like the first kind of spark for some of these. Yeah. It's like, it's getting it started. Um, I see a lot of manifestors. I feel like they don't necessarily want to see it completely to the end, but mm -hmm. there is a little bit of, this is my baby. And yeah. I want to make sure that my baby survives. <laughs> right. So how does um, manifestor like hold steady in a message or does that message change? And like, how do they move with the fact that they have this energy that kind of is excitable and then needs to retreat? I it's like, it's coming up. What is the like through line of the vision? Right. And kind of really in broad terms, speaking to that bigger vision out there. Um, like I had a coach that was a manifester and she was all about like, um, she called herself the part-time CEO, right? She still does. Um, and she's talking about being part-time working, you know, 15, 20 hours a week and still being the successful six-figure CEO, right? Um, that's the, the broad vision, but yet underneath she was free to offer like whatever she felt inspired to offer, whether it was for somebody that was just beginning or maybe it was a class along the way. Maybe it was a mastermind for people that were almost there, but not quite there. Or, you know, or maybe it was um, 
a program on how to hire, right? Like she was free to offer whatever she felt underneath, inspired to offer underneath of that, but mm-hmm. it all led to being a part-time CEO. Mm. Smart. Okay. I yeah. feel like that's a huge nugget for the manifestors out there. Yeah, for good. sure. That's really yeah. good. Okay. What about manifesting generators? What about you? <sighs> Me. <laughs> Um, we are multi-passionate and uh, generators can be us too, but we really cannot help ourselves in jumping into all kinds of things. Like it's, it's a sickness <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> like I can't, oh, the only thing slowing me down from jumping into a million different rabbit holes is the fact that I'm homeschooling my children and I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> only thing holding me back. <laughs> um, but God help, God help me when they're out of the house and I have all this time. <laughs> uh, we have so much passion for so many different things. And it really is how we're bringing those things together to allow people to skip steps. So giving my own example, human design and copywriting, and it allows people to understand who they are and communicate in a more effective way faster than copy and messaging alone, right? Or even just human design alone. Um, Bringing them together really speeds things up for people. I will say you don't have to bring every passion together. You don't have to bring all the things that you love and somehow combine them into one thing. It doesn't have to be like that. I don't. I have lots of passions outside of the work that I do. We're renovating our house and I love design and doing that kind of stuff. I love, I still love photography and um, working with light. And there's so many other passions that I don't bring into this business. Um, but ultimately, your business is combining some, a few things, <laughs> a few things. <laughs> Um, and also into some type of process that you can kind of hone in on, um, is really helpful because it helps to channel that somewhat ADHD energy of the MG. Um, if you have a process, like I'm going to go step one, step two, step three, and then you get this result, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my question then would be, and this is good because you can answer it personally, how do we choose which ones go into the process? It's like, right? I like cooking. Right. I like, you know, you have all these things. How do you choose? How do you, <sighs> how do you choose? That's a really good question. Um, I think when you understand that it doesn't have to be all of them, that was really helpful for me. Mm-hmm. And which ones do you feel like you can go all in on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where you can study this for at least the next five, 10 years? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it is, we are of the generator subset. So it is about honing a craft and building mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. So what is something you can, and I never want to go out more than five or 10 years because manifesting generators freak their shit out <laughs> when he's trying to go too far out. You're like, ah, I can't do that. <laughs> Myself included. Like I start to like sweat and like hyperventilate. I can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just, just five, 10 years. That's it. That's all I'm asking that you can go all in and, and really embrace and learn in a deep, meaningful way um, and really help someone with, right? Um, that's, that's all. And sometimes um, 
if you're having trouble figuring out how they fit together, you're like, I do want to do, I do feel like it's all these different pieces. That's a huge piece of what I love to do is helping you figure out what is that through line that connects all three and how can you make this a offer? How can you make this a business? Yeah. Yeah. I love this idea of the through line. Yeah. That feels really, really good. Yeah. There's some thing there. Like if you're feeling pulled that like, yes, it is like all these things, then there's a through line. You just have to find it. Mm-hmm. 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 There it is. <laughs> um, and what about generators? How did they develop their message? Yeah, there, it is about a, a methodology, right? So it's the step one, step two, step three, ta- or, uh, trademarking this methodology. How do you work through a problem to get to a solution. And it's that repeatable honed process over time. Like I think of all the people that launched the same program for like years on end, you're a generator. (laughs) (laughs) You're a generator because you're probably the only ones that can really do that. Mm -hmm. Anyone else is like, I can't. (laughs) I'm just reflecting on before I was doing the work I was doing now, I was more in the spiritual mentorship space and I developed this I called it the magnetic momentum method. And it was all about how our thoughts, our words, and our actions compiled over time, either build us up or, you know, tear us down. And it was this like great way for me to understand life and introduce it to other people. So that's hilarious. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. And I will say that like some generators do love to bring in multi-passionate, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but it generally is not quite as robust as an MG in -hmm. terms of what they're bringing in. And you can also have generator plateaus, which is really important to understand too, in that you get to a point in your career that you're like, this just feels sticky. I'm not lit up about this anymore. I, it feels heavy. I don't know if I should do it anymore. Right. This is a plateau. This is that frustration key to pay attention to and like, okay, you're feeling it. Is this a time that you need to learn something, another skill within your process, a deeper way, or do you truly not want to do it anymore? And generally it's just like, you want to hone in on something in your process a little bit more. And then you get to the other side of the plateau and your process is like really, really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 Absolutely. I've experienced that. So this has been really cool for even me to just like observe you talking through this. Cause I can not only see how this impacts someone in, you know, copywriting any kind of messaging for their business, but also in how they show up in that message, like broadcast out to the world, right? How do they show up and how do they show up and speak? How do they, how do they feel lit up about something? How do they formulate a process and then be able to like disseminate the the information? So it's been very illuminating. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that you, that's coming to you that like needs to be said? Yeah. I feel like I didn't mention with generators and manifesting generators, it's conversational copy. And like, it's that responding piece. I notice this so much in my own work of when I'm by myself, it's really hard. Like I'm in and out. I'm like, when I'm doing a podcast for myself, it's like 10, maybe 20 minutes if we're really good. Right. But with having a conversation and having something to respond to, it can go on for an hour easily. Right. So conversational is really, really important for both the generators and the manifesting generators. 
And it's also passion. What are you super excited to do? Don't be doing any shoulds or coulds or woulds, any of that. Like what if, um, really understand what you're excited about, what you love and share from that space and not putting any of the other like should layer on top of it. Hmm. I'll give one final example for everyone within this visibility and purpose media training school program. I'm doing it with my friend who's a manifester. We work really well together as generator manifester and she pre-recorded all of her trainings. I'm sitting there, you know, it's a couple of weeks until we start. And I'm like, shit, I, I can't just record myself right now. I feel dead thinking about it. <laughs> and I was like, Lydia, I can't do it this way. I'm going to do it all live. I don't care. It's probably going to take more time, but it lights me the F up and I get so jazzed and so psyched. And my 10 minute training turns into 40 minutes because just get yep. excited. People are responding. I am yep. like, <laughs> there it is in real time. <laughs> yep, exactly. And it's so juicy, so much better, so much better. Um, I even felt that with my own group program that I did last year, I pre-recorded everything um, before they watched it. So they watched the video and then would come to a call and that worried. It was helpful, right? Like we're not covering material in the call, but think it lost a little bit of that back and forth, right? You get that back and forth later. I don't know. There's, there is something to be said about live in the moment kind of conversation with a generator or Manny Gen for sure. Oh, that's super interesting. It all makes sense now. It all makes sense. Well, this has been really awesome. How can people get into contact with you? How can they reach out to you? Yeah. Come play over on Instagram. I am Rachel. It is. I am Rachel Weaver. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because Rachel Weaver was taken. Um, And then Facebook is the um, Aligned Copy Posse on Facebook groups. um, Or you can find my website at rachelweaver.com. Amazing. Thank you so much. This has been such a blast. I appreciate all of our conversations. They're always so, so good. Thanks, Bridget. Thank you. Oh, that was amazing, wasn't it? If you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends, write a review. It helps to get the word out. And if you want to dive in deeper to what authentic copy and messaging is for you, then please visit rachelweaver.com where there's guides and templates and more options for one-on-one copywriting all specific to you and your energy. I thank you so much for listening and see you next time. Be you, babe.